Hey ya! It's Money Mondays. You have money questions, Ash has money answers. Every Monday, start that week off strong. Let's do this! Now tuned in to the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash. Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. Uh, so, you know, thank you so much for everybody. Yo, fast shout out to my man Brandon. B, I appreciate you, brother. Always been supporting. Um, so thank you for, for supporting and, you know, tuning in. Everybody else uh, that is, is on with us, I appreciate you guys. Um, and so today we're talking about 444. First of all, congratulations uh, to Jay-Z who put out the album uh, 444 on June 30th, 2017. And in a week, it, went, uh, it already went platinum. Um, but this week, this is this episode of Money Monday. So every every Monday, uh, we do a a Facebook Live, and, and later on we podcast it on iTunes. Uh, called Money Mondays with Ash Cash is brought to you by Bank Mobile, uh, the financial app that is providing you with a financially empowered banking experience. Um, and so, uh, I, you know, I was I'm excited. This week we're talking about the financial jewels that were given in the album 444. Um, and so a lot of people were only focusing on uh, some, of, some of the messages of infidelity. So, you know, uh, since last year or the year before, or I don't even remember uh, when the whole, um, everything happened with Solange, with Jay-Z in the elevator. Then uh, Beyonce came out with the Lemonade album just saying, yes, this is why Solange had to put hands on Jay-Z. It was because he cheated, and I forgive him now, and we're going to have a baby, and we're putting the family back together. Um, and But so no one really heard, um, I guess, Jay-Z's point of view. Um, and so he finally came out with the album where he talked about it, but that wasn't really like the... The, the meat and potatoes of it. You know, the album was called 444. The, the, the leading track that he apologizes to Beyonce is called 444. But there are so many financial jewels that were dropped during this album that I would be remiss. I wouldn't be doing my job. I don't care how many people are on the 444 bandwagon. I don't care how many people is, are, are saying they're tired of hearing about it. If I did not talk about this, I would not be doing my job, you know, as a financial journalist, as a wealth empowerment coach, as someone who is looking to help people create financial freedom. So we're going to jump right in. We're going to jump right in. Um, and so, um, uh, you know, I want to give you, you know, what were some of the financial gems uh, that that Jay-Z talked about. Um, and the first one which is why I even wanted to even talk about this and even do it, um, was in the um, song Story of OJ, uh, Jay-Z talks about, there's a line where he talks about what's more important than going to the strip club. And he says credit. Then he talks about how a group of people were able to amass wealth in this country by leveraging credit. Um, and so I think that's really important. It, if, if people don't realize that message, um, what the message is saying is that credit is really important, but not important because we want you to buy cars, not important because we want you to you know rent your first apartment, 
not important because of all the other reasons that people use credit for, but the reason why credit is important is because it's leverage. And so when Jay-Z, and, and this is what I like about it, that uh, he tied, you know, he tied credit to leverage, to wealth building. And I think that's something that we, we really need to focus on because a lot of people focus on credit as a means to get stuff, right? You know, I, I do this every single day. And so every day somebody's in my DM, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, asking me a question about credit, but it's usually on a reactive basis. Like, hey, I need to rent an apartment. I want to buy a car. I want to, right? So it's usually because they want to do something. They're reacting to something they need to do. They tried to do it. They couldn't do it because their credit was shot or whatever. And then so now they're looking for advice. Uh, but most of the times when, when people are asking, uh, it's, it's, it's usually about stuff, like they're trying to buy stuff. And so for me, the, you know, what, what I like between how he tied in the two between um, credit and, you know, buying assets and, and wealth is that credit is leverage. And so uh, the message that I want everybody to get out of this is not necessarily you should use credit to get stuff. But use credit to build equity. So if you're going to use credit, get your you know get to the point where you where you have credit excellence, so that you can buy a house, buy a condo, buy a co-op, buy where you stay, right? And, and even even in that song, right, he gives a reference to you know you know don't don't protect the the space that your mama rented, right? Meaning. That if you're, you know, living on a block and your mother's renting that space, like, don't die over that block. And that's a different message, right? He's talking about, you know, you know, violence and people, you know, uh, uh, dying over things that they don't own. But, you know, you also have to be able to use that credit for leverage. And so that's the most important thing. As you start thinking about credit, uh, as you start thinking about how to build your credit, how to get to credit excellence... Um, you want to also focus on what are you going to do with that credit? Don't get credit just to get a credit card to buy things that you could work for. The purpose of credit is leverage, meaning that if somebody wants to buy a house, it's probably going to take them a long time to save the money that they are going to need to buy the house, right? A house, if, if, if a house costs $400,000, uh, it's probably going to take somebody their whole lifetime to save up $400,000. So what, what you do is you are able to take out a mortgage. You're able to use your credit in order to buy that house. So um, that is the, the, the number one message that I, that I appreciate, that I like, uh, was that, um, is that you want to focus on credit but not focus on credit for buying stuff but use it for leverage to buy assets, to buy property. Um, and so, so we talked about homeownership uh, because, again, you know, as he talked about the group of people who uh, were able to, to own everything uh, to, based on what Jay-Z was saying, um, he talks about homeownership. He's talking about, uh, you know, wealth. Um, I usually did, you know, if, if, you, if you look up the census, um, and you look, uh, you know, at the at the census, and, it, and the census will tell you um, what um, 
is the the, the uh, wealth of people in America. Uh, those who amass the most wealth in America do so because of home ownership. Um, and so you could just Google it. Just say U.S. Census, recent U.S. Census, um, and it's going to give you a report that tells you that breaks down, um, you know, all of the wealth in America. Uh, and and when you look at wealth, the people who own homes have the most wealth because homes appreciate. And so uh, the second message, which is a like a, a one point five, I guess. Uh, is home ownership is important. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about home ownership, especially nowadays, as if um, that's not something that they're, they're, they're looking forward to because they don't want to be tied down, especially millennials, right? So millennials, young people uh, want to have fun with their money. They want to, uh, you know, you know uh, travel. And so because they feel like a home might bog them down, they don't invest in it. And I say invest purposely because... If you are renting, I don't care how much you want to travel. If you're renting a place, you're literally throwing money away because if you rent for 10 years, that money that you paid for rent, you never get a tax break off of it. You never will see that money ever again in your life, opposed to if you decided to buy a home. And it doesn't have to be a house. Like, I, like when I say buy a home, I'm not saying a one-family home, a two-family home. There's other things that you could buy. You, you, if you want to live in an apartment, you can buy a co-op. You can buy a condominium. Like they, and, and if you look at the price that it costs between the two, sometimes it's, it's not even that much, that big of a difference. Um, and so at least the money that you're paying each month is going to something that you own and is building, you know, that money is not being thrown away. It's actually going into equity. And equity just means ownership. And so I, you know, I would say uh, that anybody who is, uh, you know, old enough to begin to uh, look at their, their, or, you know, not old enough, but somebody who is in a position to begin to start looking at, uh, you know, where they stay, uh, really take a look at home ownership. Uh, there are programs out there like an FHA loan where you don't necessarily have to put so much down as a down payment. You could do as little as 3%. Um, there's other options out there where you could do home, uh, you know, uh, owner's concession where they'll take some of the closing costs and put it into the price of the home. So that way you don't have to come out with a lot of money out of pocket. So there's ways to become a homeowner where you don't have to, um, you know, uh, buy or, um, you don't have to put up a lot of money. Um, another, another uh, key jewel, same song story of OJ, uh, Jay-Z talks about financial freedom is our only hope. Forget living rich and dying broke. Um, and so this message for me, like, hit home. Like I said, uh, if you know me, you know my message is always about financial empowerment, uh, whether it's empowering yourself, uh, or empowering your pockets. It's always about financial empowerment. And this line, financial freedom is our only hope, this line touched my heart because, uh, one, Jay-Z said it. So a lot of people will listen to Jay-Z before they listen to me, which I'm fine with. Like, I don't, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, the message is what matters. Um, and so I was excited that he said that because now people are going to now take their financial freedom a little, a little seriously, right? And, and so when he says financial freedom, he says that's our only hope. Forget living rich and dying broke, which means that if you're living and you're having fun, you're traveling, you're doing all these things, and you are living this rich lifestyle, 
and then God forbid something happens. I mean, not God forbid, because we're all going to die, right? We just don't know when. But if when it's your time to go and you die broke, you know what happens? You're leaving debt to your family members. You're leaving, um, you know, you're not building a legacy. So the, the people who come behind you, if you have kids, if you have nephews, if you have nieces, uh, you're, you're allowing them to start from scratch. You're, you're actually, you know, not building anything to, to, to break up the, the curse or, you know, generational wealth is important. And this is why it's important because, you know, when you think about people trying to achieve their dreams, right? And I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Um, I, for instance, I grew up in a single parent home. Uh, none of my, my, my mother nor my father had any money. Um, they weren't necessarily, um, you know, I, I don't even think any of them went to college. I think I, I, I want to say I'm the first in my family to get a college degree, honestly. Um, but I, I'll, I'll fact check that to make sure. But either way, um, I had to start from scratch. So meaning that, um, you know, going to school, um, you know, student loans, uh, you know, when, when I became an adult, I had to figure out how I was going to buy a home myself, uh, everything I had to start from scratch. And so because of that, uh, I didn't go to, I didn't go away to school. I had to stay here in New York to go to school while I went to school. I also worked. Uh, so I worked full time and went to school. It was, it was a lot. Um, and, I'm satisfied with how my life ended up, but that's not normally the case for a lot of people. Sometimes people, um, you know, might not necessarily be fortunate and they might uh, go to work or they might choose between going to work or going to school. They might um, have a better experience in school if all they have to focus on is academics. And maybe for me as well, maybe I, I, I would probably be doing something totally different if I didn't have to work and go to school if I could only like focus on my academics and 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 how do you do that you do that with generational wealth a lot of people um, you know who wind up becoming the CEOs of these fortune 500 companies a lot of people who are able to go to these great schools is because their parents had set up they did all the legwork in the beginning so they created this generational wealth so they're able to pass it down from generation to generation so when it's time to go to school you know, Susie or Johnny, I just randomly picked those names, they don't have to uh, uh, look at, you know, they don't have to worry about money. They, they could just focus on their, on their work. They could focus on networking because networking is really important. That's the, that's the biggest thing that I've learned from going to school is your network is important, who you know. You know, even right now when we see this big, uh, you know, tech boom where a lot of young people are becoming millionaires and billionaires from tech, they know the right people. They know venture capitalists. They know who to go to to get funding. You need money to, to get into tech. But if you don't have the right network, how are you able to, 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 you know, to get to that next level of creating more wealth for yourself? Um, so that's, that's important. Um, uh, so another thing, because I could go on. I, like, I love this topic, and I'm, I'm trying to keep it short, so I don't want to go on and on. But the next thing, um, there, was a, there was a line where Jay-Z said, this spiritual stuff really works, right? So I told my wife the spiritual stuff really. Oh, I got my uh, 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 my fault. Uh, there was a time where he said, "You know, uh, I told my wife the spiritual stuff really works." Um, and so, you know, I'm, you know, some people may l listen to that line and think, 
of um, think about spirituality, religion, however way you interpret spirituality or spiritual stuff, right? For me, because I am someone who understands the power of mind, the power of the mindset, um, this is not just a spiritual talk. It's a, it's, it's a financial talk, meaning that, so obviously, Mind Right, Money Right, my first book, says that in order for you to get your, your finances right, to get your money right, you have to have your mind right. In order to get your life right, mind right, life right, you have to, you know, everything is about mindset. And so spirituality is not really about who and what you believe in, whether it's God, whether it's Buddha, whether it's Allah, whether it's the universe, whatever you believe in, uh, it's important that you believe in something. Um, and, and again, it's not my place or no one's place to tell you what to believe in, to tell you what's right or wrong or, you know, however way you do it. But spirituality really works, meaning that if you have the right mindset, you can achieve anything you put your mind to. Uh, and, and, and so specifically financially, uh, it doesn't start with making more money. It doesn't start with managing money better. It starts with a mindset because before you can make more money, before you can manage money better, before you can save, before you can invest, before you can, it's all about a mindset. It's all about how do you view this thing called money? How do you view this thing called success? How do you view this thing called abundance? And so those people who are spiritual, whether they believe in God, whether they believe in the universe, whether they believe whatever they believe in, spirituality gives people a sense of purpose and a, a sense that there's a higher power that's controlling and a sense that, you know, anything that they, they do, it, it, as long as they're in the right mindset, that they could achieve it. Um, and so that was a, a, another uh, jewel that Jay-Z dropped. Um, num number three, I'm not even naming, numbering these, but number three um, is there was, a, there was a verse where he said, uh, merrily, merrily, merrily uh, living off these streams. And I, he said something along those lines, right? And so, um, and so you know, Jay-Z is the king of the double entendre. And, and so double entendre means he says, he says something and it means it has two different meanings, right? And so the first meaning, obviously, or maybe not obviously, the first meaning is Tidal, right? So Tidal is a streaming company. And so when he talks about merrily, merrily living off these streams, he's talking about one, uh, you know, music streams, that he's making money off a title, and so he's making money off of these music streams. But then another, the, the other part, which is the financial part that he's talking about, is, you know, he's also living off of the different streams of income. So whether it's title, whether, like, all these different streams of income that he has, uh, he's living off these streams. So that is an important, important, important uh, lesson is that you have to have multiple streams of income. You cannot be financially free if you do not have multiple streams of income. And so what that means is that you cannot solely rely on your physical labor. You cannot... Focus only on your job. If you work a nine to five, if you have a business, whatever is your main source of income, you cannot only focus on that. You have to, have to. Like I'm, this, this is not a suggestion. I'm not saying maybe. I'm saying you have to create multiple streams of income if you are looking for financial freedom. 
which means that you are comfortable with money, you are creating generational wealth, you can live without uh, something shaking up your financial well-being. Um, and so I am, you know, truly, truly, truly excited about, you know, or, or, or that's a message that is, uh, that, that I like a lot because, again, um, you know, multiple streams of income are important. Um, you know, I love the side hustle. So, you know, as you guys know, if you don't know, I am an author. I've written five books. Uh, each month, I get a check from Amazon.com that tells me how many books I sold. And, and I get this check. I wrote the books one time, but now I get this residual income. So it's important that as you think about, you know, uh, your financial freedom, that you're thinking about residual income. Um, another, another quote that I like, you know. Uh, he says that uh, a man who cannot take, a, take care of his family uh, can never be rich. Um, and so that this is for man, woman, child, not child, right? Man, woman, uh, if you can't take care of your family, you cannot truly be rich. And what that means is, is that as you start thinking about uh, financial freedom and the money that you're making, uh, it has to be bigger than you. Right. And, and so I'm not saying that you don't have fun and you don't do certain things that uh, are going to help you get to that next level or enjoy your life, but also uh, have something set up that you are, you know, taking care of your family. Um, another one, he says, um, you know, you know, uh, you know, y'all think small. I think biggie. Your whole past is is in jeopardy. Tim, Mississippi. And I, I can break down that whole line for you, but I ain't going to do that either. Uh, but pretty much the same thing big, um, you know, going back to where he says the spiritual stuff really works. Uh, it's really focused on, um, you know, when, when you when you think about um, spirituality, it's, it's, it's thinking big. Right. It's saying to yourself that, you know, don't necessarily just think to yourself, um, don't necessarily just think about what you um, are getting right now or. Uh, what you know, what you think is possible or probable, uh, you should also think about. Um, you should also think about what you, what your higher power can provide, and knowing uh, that the world is abundant. Um, so that's another thing that I would say is, you know, just don't think small. You know, think biggie or think big. Um, uh, he said. He says nobody wins when the family feuds. Again, um, this may not seem like it's a financial. Um, you know, a, a financial tip, but at the end of the day, you know, w whether it's your immediate family, whether it's your community, uh, whether it's your, your community at large, whether, what, whatever you identify with, nobody wins when the family feuds. So whenever there's a feud, all you're doing is taking money, taking resources, taking, uh, you know, everything away from your wealth building, um, you know, your wealth building, uh, capabilities. So make sure that you, that you don't do that. Um, Oh, so I love I love this, right? So uh, he talks about he says so so he's gonna be a billionaire. Uh, he's put that out to the universe. He's you know uh, gaining in in that in that race. And so from a hip hop perspective, he's racing Sean Combs, P Diddy. Um, and so in one of the songs, he says, "Man, like I'm not buying this, you know th this thing if Puff has that thing, right?" And so. It talks about group economics. He's talking about supporting the person who he's actually battling against. But he's like, yo, nobody wins when the family feuds. I'm going to support this guy 
in his pursuits. I'm not going to support, you know, somebody I don't know. I'm not going to support uh, a company that is not, that I have no allegiance to, right? I'm going to support the person I know. I'm going to support the, 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 the brand that's going to help this guy, you know, create generational wealth. And so I think that's important because, you know, even where we spend our dollars is important. Right. You, you have to make sure that, you know, your, your money is power. You have to make sure that where you're spending your money, uh, you are able uh, to reap the benefits of it, meaning that this is a company that you appreciate. This is a company that's helping you, um, you know, from a social perspective as well, not just from a products and services. But what are they doing socially? Are they helping one two? Um, you know, small business, you know, like a lot of, lot of, you know, a lot of people have small businesses. And, and I talked to you earlier about creating multiple streams of income. Um, you know, I have books. And so if, you know, my friends and my family and people who uh, resonate with my message, if they didn't support me, then I would not be able to create these multiple streams of income. Um, and so, you know, you know, they, you know, like, you know, I, I got, I got my guy, you know, fashion to my guy, Kells, like, like a friend of mine created this hat, right? Fashion war veteran. Uh, you know, I got my, you know, I can't, I can't show you, but I got like these sweatpants that my guy, my guy Lance made, you know? So like, I'm literally, um, you know, like I, as much as I can, right. You know, like I'm not saying a hundred percent, if you could do it a hundred percent, then fine. Uh, but you want to support your friends, your family, people that you know. Um, and okay. So he talks about, um, owning intellectual property. So we talked about home ownership before, uh, but he also talks about, um, owning intellectual property where he's, where he's like mocking people saying, Oh, y'all still taking advances, huh? Right. He's like me and my guys, you know, we, uh, you know, we're still living off of taking our own chances. And what he's saying by that is that a lot of people are, uh, you know, whether it's your artists, you own, you know, intellectual property, your music, whatever the case may be, it's important that you re retain ownership. Um, and so, you know, as I go back to me and my books, uh, there's, you know, I've had my fair share of publicity and uh, there are, um, I've had people who've come up to me about publishing my books, um, but I decided that I wanted to start my own publishing company. So all five books that I put out, I've published them myself um, and because I want to own my masters. I want to own everything. I don't want to, um, you know, and it's not saying that uh, strategic partnerships don't make sense because uh, if the right deal comes to me, if the right book company says, hey, we want to publish this book and I know that it'll help, you know, spread my message further, I'll do it. Uh, but at the end of the day, just make sure that you are retaining ownership. Uh, lastly, um, the last message I want to say that he, he talked about, he, you know, there, there was this um, uh, time uh, where he talked about his friend Emery Jones, who Emery if, uh, is one of his best friends, uh, who got arrested uh, a while back, uh, did a bid, I think he did like 10 to 12 years. Um, and he said, he said, Emery just passed you and he did a bid, right? Um, and so again, people might not see financially how that makes, uh, how is that a financial jewel? Um, but from a financial pr perspective, um, I took that as being that uh, whenever you are going, whatever you're going through in life, when you're going through life, uh, there are going to be some obstacles. There are going to be some things that may stop you, may try to get in your way. But regardless of those obstacles, uh, you have to focus on today and do your best to continue to push past. So, you know, his friend Emery could have easily said, you know what, my life is over. I just, I just gave 10 years of my life away, 12 years of my life away. Um, and, and, and I, now I don't know what to do, but instead, um, 
you know, he, he came home um, and he hit, hit the ground running, kept grinding, you know, and, and now he's able to create financial freedom for himself. And so this message is uh, the most most important message for me is, is that is because above it, above it all, if you don't have the grit, if you don't have the grind, if you don't have the, the fortitude, if you don't have the tenacity to just keep going, no matter how, t- how many times you get knocked down, if you're like, you know what, I don't care. Like, like it doesn't matter how many times I get knocked down because I have this vision, I have this goal, I have this, uh, you know, this thing I want to achieve. So no matter what happens, I'm going to continue uh, to grind. I'm going to continue to go after it. If you don't have that, um, then you're not going to fully maximize your full potential. Yes, you might get some things, right? You might, you might have some success in your life. Uh, because I know tons of people who are, you know, I, I use quotes because um, success is relative. Um, so I know some people who are who have some success, uh, but they're comfortable, right? They're, they're not pushing themselves. They're, they're in their comfort zone. Um, and I believe uh, that I, our higher power, whatever you believe in, has put us here to be the best that we could possibly be so we could maximize our full potential. And so instead of just trying to, um, you know, just just do just enough, uh, I think you should always be maximizing your full potential and take and push your limits. See what is the best that you can do and just do the best every single day. And that's and that's your responsibility. Um, and so you have to have grit. You have to have grind. You have to be able to be tenacious and know that nothing can stop you but you. All right, cool. So that is my my you know my jewels from 444. If you haven't heard the album yet, um, I would suggest that you 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 listen to the album. I've probably listened to the album 20 times, literally, uh, because this is not an album to me. Uh, this is literally a, a motivational tape uh, that is reminding you over and over financially what you need to do. Um, you know, how do you live a financially uh, rich life? Um, and so uh, block out all the hate about, oh, people have been saying it for years and whatever, whatever, like, uh, there, there are motivational speakers that have been saying stuff for years. I didn't make up the credit game. Credit started in 1956, and so I'm saying the same thing that the people in 1956 said. And and but 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 it, but people resonate with my message, right? So there are 44 million people in America who have bad credit, and so I may I, I may even I may be talking to a million people. I may be talking to a hundred thousand people. I may be talking to a thousand people, but these thousand people get it. And so it doesn't matter how many times people said it or who said it and what they said. Uh, if it resonates with you, take heed to the message. Take heed to the message. So I would definitely say if you, if you haven't heard it, do not be one of those people who say, oh, man, there's too much hype. So I'm not, you know, like I'm not going to get this good food because too many people like it. No, this is food for thought. It's going to help you. So just a recap, credit, use credit as leverage, you know, help, uh, help yourself become a homeowner. Um, so that you are not throwing money away renting. Uh, understand that financial freedom is our only hope. And what that means is that when you create generational wealth, you 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 stop uh, the cycle of poverty. Um, and, and even socially, and I don't even want to get there, but even socially, when we think about things that happen, uh, a lot of it can uh, be stopped with economics. But that's a different show, so I won't go into that. Uh, the spiritual stuff really works. Um, have some type of spiritual practice, uh, whether it's your, you know, and, and when I say spirit is whatever you believe in, uh, whether it's you believe in yourself, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe, whether you believe in a higher power, whether you believe in a four leaf clover, whatever you believe in, have some type of belief system and use that belief system because when you, what, whatever you believe is what you're going to get out of life. 
right? That's what the law of attraction tells us. That's how life works, period. Whatever you focus on, that's what you're going to get. So whatever your belief system, if you believe you can do something, if you believe you can have something, you're going you're gonna to have it. Um, multiple streams, merrily, 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 flowing through those streams, have multiple streams of income. Uh, in order to create financial freedom, you have to have multiple streams of income. Um, you know, make sure you're taking care of your family that as you're, 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 you're going out to become successful and make money that you're taking care of your family. Um, support your friends, uh, your family. Support people that, 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 are, that you know, um, even those that you don't know. Support them if what they're doing and selling uh, resonates with what your goals are. Um, you know, uh, stop taking advances, meaning that own, own your intellectual property. And then lastly... Uh, no matter what, no matter what obstacles hit you, uh, you have to always, always, always get back up. All right. That is my time for today. You know, thank you so much for everybody who tuned in. Uh, Kareem, Kay, Ben, uh, Merlene, everybody who tuned in. I truly appreciate you guys. Uh, share this video. So if you, if you came in late, uh, if you haven't shared it yet, please share the video so people could uh, just, you know, hear my thoughts around the 444 album by Jay-Z and what financial tips that he, he has been giving. Um, you know, definitely share this with your friends. Share this on your page. Uh, if you need to get in contact with me, uh, you can send me a message. I'm on all social media platforms at IMash Cash. Make sure you're following Bank Mobile. Uh, you can also send me an email uh, ashcash at bankmobile.com uh, and I appreciate you man I appreciate your time you could be anywhere in the planet earth but you're here with me fresh out the Jay-Z uh, but I appreciate you for your time tune in every Monday 12pm on the Bank Mobile Facebook page Money Mondays with Ash Cash brought to you live uh, you know at the Bank Mobile Studios uh, I also put this on iTunes as a podcast, uh, and so if you miss it uh, live, you can always check the, the video uh, on our page, but if you want to listen to it uh, on a train and, and not necessarily see my beautiful face, uh, <laughs> you can also uh, listen to it on our podcast. If you go to iTunes, just search Money Mondays with Ash Cash, and it'll pop right up. But again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. I am Ash Cash. Peace. You're now tuned in to the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash. Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. Money Right.